0: Bunny!
1: Act three! Act three!
0: Yes, Bunny, my friend, who is more than brother to me. It is time once again for this podcast to casually mosey on down to the third and final act of the Pope on Film Podcast. And it is said third act wherein we finally and eventually get around to discussing our artisanally handcrafted, certified, and numbered, and available only for a limited time, so-called now. Movie of the week. And this week, I hope your teeth are crappy because we're going to England with a look (laughs) at director Guy Ritchie's latest British crime comedy, The Gentleman.
1: Yes. The Gentleman. And I
0: think the real story here is, without a doubt, the fact that, at least in my mind, This is somehow a spiritual successor, or sequel if you prefer, to one of 2019's worst movies, Serenity. Uh Uh-huh. Because The Gentleman brings together Serenity star Matthew McConaughey and guy who explains the rules of the video game, Mr. Nerdy Jewish Guy with Glasses. Uh Uh-huh. So, at least in my mind... Uh, the kid who killed his stepdad in the movie Serenity. Spoiler alert for a shitty film. The kid wrote and coded a second video game starring his dead dad as the hero, and that is this film. I know uh, I'm reading a bit too much into it.
1: I I think you may but, have a very sound theory, though.
0: Yeah, because there's some uh, unbelievable stuff that happens in this movie. Well, that's because it's a video game. It's all a video game. Everything's a video game. hmm that's what I've learned from Serenity. Everything's a video game. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a world of sense. Bunny, what did you think about this film? Did you see it, first I, off?
1: I, I did see it. Uh, thank okay. God you fucking texted. Uh, yeah. Or I would not have seen it. I yeah. I may even go so far as to say I loved this movie. I'm not yep. sure yet, but I liked it a fucking lot. Yeah. I'm not is, terribly it, sure about its rewatchability. Yeah. Uh but I liked it. I I I I need to put it in like kind of the same category as Knives Out. Okay, where this is a movie that We haven't seen in a while because it's all fucking superheroes and science fiction. I like superheroes and science fiction, but there are other types of movies we can do, you know. And that is part of what I liked that this is a this is a the
0: film has a fun energy
1: yes yes and everybody for a bunch of cut throat killers everybody was so likable you know that i'm watching yeah. it i'm watching it and i like i know that at the end of the movie somebody has got to come out on top of this you know yeah somebody has got to come uh, come out and be the winner and as I was yeah. watching it, I realized I, I really didn't much care who that person was because I liked them
0: all. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all great. Do you think? Do you think that Charlie Hunnam's like right hand man to Matthew McConaughey? Do you think he's gay? Because here Which one? Is, uh, uh Charlie Hoonan, Charlie Hoonam uh, uh, the Charlie Hoonan's Hun- he was the he was the like number two to Matthew McConaughey, his like bodyguard and and uh, like his Matthew McConaughey's right hand man I I as it were do not know because because here is uh, Hugh Grant and he's like this gay pansexual lecherous sort of person and he is clearly hitting on Charlie Hunan's character and he's not really saying no he's not saying yes either. But this comes from like I saw this movie in theaters twice and then once it came out as a as a digital download way earlier than they wanted to because of COVID-19 but they released it super early. Uh like I I've watched it a bunch of times. I absolutely love this movie. Yeah. And <clears throat> and I don't know. There's there's a sexual tension that I see between these two characters and I Fucking love
1: it. Yeah, I was his. Was his name Ray the one that Hugh Grant was talking to most of the time? Yeah, pretty sure that was okay. He to me looks so. He looks a lot like fucking Heath Ledger if you really look at him, except for his hair. Yeah, I can see that. And it was. Bothering me watching because it was like I know this guy. I know this guy from some ba- someplace. And I had to look him up on IMDB and guess what? I don't know him from oh. a fucking thing. I don't know him from yep. one
0: thing. There is he, nothing. He was, that in, he's that, he's he was been in that in. motorcycle show that all the white people like. Yeah, I never uh, watched that show.
1: Uh Sons of Anarchy.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Never watched a single episode of that. Huh,
0: but yeah, that's 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 how that's how I know him. I mean, I didn't see the show either, but that's how I know him. But yeah, but if you really Uh, look at him, he looks a lot like Heath Ledger. Yeah, he looks a lot like someone that you that you've seen before. Yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah. And then I like the I like the the way that the movie is framed, that the entire film is just sort of being narrated by Hugh Grant's character yeah. to someone else. Like I like that. That's interesting. That's a different take on it. and, and so and so I feel that a lot of the things you see in the movie might not be what actually happens, but just Hugh Grant over-exaggerating it. Like yeah. he says, like he mentions White Widow Super Cheese in in the dude's house, and then as he then continues to tell the story, two different people call weed White Widow Super Cheese. yeah. And it's, and it's like, that's not these actual people saying that. That's Hugh Grant putting his own voice into these characters. Yeah. You know?
1: I see what you mean, and I agree.
0: I, I, I also liked...
1: They were all so likable. You know? Yeah. they were, This was a, a, a very charming group of criminals. And you watch a movie like this, you know that somebody has to come out on top. Somebody has got to be the winner. And I was, I was feeling like as I was watching it, like it, it doesn't make a difference who wins this. I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied
0: with that. Yeah. You know, the, the cast is really good. You know who I, don't like i don't like colin farrell but i loved him in this
1: yeah he
0: was the he was coach he was the coach to all of those people that were putting all the youtube videos out
1: yes how stupid was
0: that like he was he yeah he was great in this like i don't like him but god i liked him in this because yeah everybody in this is just great yeah And and the best part about this movie is that it's 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 a return to form for Guy Ritchie. It, it, it this is him saying, "Hey, when I first started out, because here's here's the Guy Ritchie story. Uh, hi, I'm Guy Ritchie. I'm an upcoming uh, British director. I made the movie Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and that was a really good movie, and people really liked that." So that means I can get a lot more famous people and a lot bigger budget for my next film, Snatch, and that was a really huge hit, and now I'm kind of a Hollywood guy. I'm going to be making these Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr., and I just started dating Madonna, and that's when his career went down the shitter. Yeah. Because, it like... Like he started making Hollywood movies and crappy movies. And and Madonna made this horrible film where she was stranded on a deserted island with this dude. And it's considered one of the 100 worst movies of all time. And that was Guy Ritchie (laughs) directing his wife in this movie. And, and everyone just sort of went like, ah, Guy Ritchie, he was so promising and his movies were so good. And now he's just in the shitter and it's all Madonna's fault. And now, you know, he's long since divorced Madonna and and he's slowly but surely trying to prove to people that like, hey, I can be who I was before. And this this movie, The Gentleman, should have been his third film. Yeah, But instead, Madonna ruined his life. But this is very much, you know, a return to form for him uh, pre-Madonna. Guy Ritchie made British crime a lot of fun and then Madonna sucked the life out of him. Yes. But as she does. As she does. As she does. But this movie is just so damn fun. So let's do some stats. This is a 2020 British crime comedy. Wikipedia says it's a 2019 crime comedy, but Wikipedia is wrong. Okay. Because this movie had its premiere at the end of December 2019, but it didn't open in UK theaters until January 1st, 2020 in the UK. And then it came out in January 24th in America. So I'm sorry, Wikipedia. I know it had a premiere in 2019, but this is a fucking 2020 film the movie you go for when it was widely released not when it had its premiere this is a 2020 british crime comedy
1: i uh, would agree
0: in, in fact <clears throat> this movie was still in theaters when all movie theaters closed down in fact the gentleman was one of the last five movies i thought i saw in theaters before the coronavirus fucked over hollywood for the rest of eternity yes it cost 22 million dollars to make and it made a pretty damn impressive 118 million dollars. So this film was a hit back when box office grosses were a thing. Also, can you tell that I miss movie theaters because I think I've been hiding it pretty well.
1: <laughs> you okay?
0: What I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that I don't know June, July, August movie theaters <clears throat> open again. Movie theaters open again, and there's a small period in time when, hey, movie theaters are open now, but there's nothing to show. So, mm. hey, yeah, here's Aliens. You know, that's what I, I'm. I'm just sort of hoping that, like, hey, for a while, are, your movie theater is going to be showing Shrek Two, Back to the Future, The Breakfast Club fucking godfather part two you know that's what i'm hoping
1: yes and that is a good hope but what i fear in movie theaters opening back up is that this is where we get ass yeah like fuck we don't know what we 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 have nothing to show what what should we show film that guy's ass for two hours
0: yeah that's how we get That is a possibility
1: yeah so there's a, a dark side might to get this. It.
0: Yeah. So the movie was written and directed by legendary British director Guy Ritchie, the director of such legendary British films as Gruff, all right? And Ari he is Roundabout the Bin, and of <laughs> course his most famous film, Don't You Go Round and Round the Row is the most famous movie of all time. Everyone loves the classic British film Don't You Go Round and Round to Rero. The film that the New York Times called British. Yeah. Extremely British. I didn't know what they were saying the entire film. Some people <laughs> criticize this film for being racist, which I agree with, but I also like British film racism because I know it'll never be directed towards Mexicans. Yes. Hooray! Hooray for British racism because I won't be offended by it. <laughs> it's, always about, it's always about other races other than apparently they don't get a lot of Mexicans over there. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. That that's one thing that that brings me joy. It's a good movie, and it shows that when Guy Ritchie isn't in love with Madonna, he can make a decent British Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes, you know, and yes. you really should should see Snatch. It's such a fun movie. Like Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie did the movie Snatch, and it starred. And he, it's, it starred that one guy who's now in all those, uh, action movies. Uh, Oh, fuck. What's his Um, name? Um,
1: yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, in particular, the death move, the death race movies,
0: Jason Statham. Yeah. Jason Statham, because, uh, he, he, he was an act. He was a wannabe actor and Guy Ritchie gave him his like big break. And because Guy Ritchie was funny and he was a comedian and he had a really good sense of comedic timing. So he was hired to be in this movie. And in between takes, Guy Ritchie is going uh through the set and notices that uh over off in the corner by himself, Jason Statham is doing kung fu. <laughs> and so and so Jay- and so Guy Ritchie goes to Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie's like. Why the fuck are you doing kung fu? And Jason Statham says, Oh, it's just something that I do to keep myself healthy and to keep my mind sharp. You know, I'm like a triple black belt, right? And he goes, Really? Then you should do action movies. And Jason Statham said, But I'm a comedy guy. Can you imagine me in an action film? <laughs> And Guy Ritchie said, like, don't worry, we'll get you in action movies. And now that's all he does. And every time uh, Jason Statham's in another action film, there's a part of me that dies because it's like, damn it, you're so funny. You're an actually funny dude, and you were so funny in Snatch, and now you're just... Yeah. Me, action star. And it's like, fucking... Like, damn, that's sad, because he is a funny-ass dude. <laughs> uh, so that's all I've got for this movie. It's a damn good movie, and I really, really like it, and it's fun, and it's funny, and I've been trying to get the entire family to watch this fucking movie, but, but uh, everyone in this house cannot sit down and watch a movie anymore. I'm not sure why, but it is difficult for anyone to sit down and watch a movie in this yeah. house. I, 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 I'm not sure why I, like everyone in this house will sit down and binge watch a fucking show but they, they have a hard time like oh a movie uh, and it's like <laughs> dude what do you have better to do like come on let's all sit down let's all watch shit <laughs> but nobody will watch anything uh, so that's all I've got for this week's movie it's a damn good movie isn't it isn't it a yes. good movie
1: it is a damn good movie I I I, I was I was thoroughly and happily
0: surprised yeah, and then and then the weirdest part was was that I saw it in theaters in January and then it disappeared and then suddenly it's the beginning of March and I'm like, wait a second. Why is The Gentleman back in theaters? Yeah. That's weird. Because for a couple of weeks I was like, damn it, you know, The Gentleman was a really good movie but I only got to see it once. That kind of sucks. That was a good movie. I would have liked to have seen it again. And then three weeks later, opening at the Shawnee Theater 8, The Gentleman. And I'm like, no, I have definitely seen that before. It is not opening. Because <laughs> it already came out. Fuck it, Whatever, I'll go see it. And then it's playing in their biggest theater. And it's like, why is this in the biggest theater? I saw this a month ago. But I was happy to see it again in theaters before all theaters got shut down. But this is a yes. fun, fun movie. It's difficult because... Because it's like, I would be hard-pressed to make a best of 2020 list right now. Because it would have, like, uh, three movies. Yeah, that's not bad. You know? It's also not good. It'd be easier to make a worst of 2020 list.
1: Well, but that's the same for just every year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were about to get to the good movies. I was about to break into the the good part of 2020 yeah. in theaters, and then they fucked me over. But, uh, Bunny. Yes. We need to talk a little bit more about movie theaters because I want to explain next week. Okay. Right before movie theaters shut down, I got kind of excited Because a movie was coming out, and I was like, oh, you know, this movie is obviously going to be horrible. No doubt this film is going to be a piece of shit. But a Christian movie had just come out. Okay. And I was kind of excited to watch another Christian movie, so I could have something to shit on. And I was kind of excited like, Oh, this'll be fun. Like it's always fun to shit on a fucking Christian film. Yes. So, so, so this'll be fun and this'll be a blast. And then when movie theaters closed down, I was like, shit, I was just about to go see that fucking Jesus film. And like, and I was kind of disappointed. I was disappointed That I couldn't go rip on a fucking Christian film. So next week we're seeing it. Okay. Next week we're doing the 2020 Christian film, I Still Believe, based on the true story of a popular Christian music star. Okay. Is is this Carmen? Huh? No, no, no. It's... uh, uh, I saw the pre they showed the preview before every goddamn movie I saw throughout October, November, December, January, February and March. Jeremy Camp. Okay. I've never heard of Jeremy Camp, but apparently he's like a Christian music fucking super ultra mega star and it's his true story of of like a uh, uh his faith being tested. He falls in love with this girl. The girl has a disease and she's going to die. The guy who plays Jeremy Camp is fucking Archie from Riverdale. Okay. And from, and for some strange reason, his parents are played by Shania Twain and Gary Sinise. <laughs> and it's so sad because it's like, ah, oh, damn, Gary Sinise. Did, did Forrest Gump fuck you up that much? Yeah, that you're that you're you're in in Christian movies with fucking Dean Cain and f- fucking what whatever. Say hi to Kevin Sorbo for me because that's kind of depressing.
1: Yes, it is depressing because because unlike a lot of the other people that you've mentioned, Gary Sinise can fucking act.
0: He can. He's a good actor, but it's one of those things where like you you are. You do such a good job in such a legendary part that, sorry, Nurse Ratchet, you're not going to get a lot of parts from here on out. Yeah. And it's like, like Gary Sinise is a great actor, but also, fuck, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. You're just Lieutenant Dan now. Uh-huh. So, it. I'm kind of excited to watch this Christian movie because I've watched every Christian movie that's fucking come out since uh, the end of 2018. And they've all been shit. And this seems no different. And I'm excited to share this shit with you. Okay. Okay. So it's already up on the cough-cough. We're watching I still believe. And hey, if you turn if you turn into a Christian, that's fine. Yeah, what's what hell. That's fine. I always told my wife, like, what are you gonna go see? And I'm like, I'm gonna go see blank, just to let you know. I might become a fucking Christian when I come back home. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm always, I'm I'm always putting my fate into my own hands when I see one of these goddamn Christian films. So if I come back with a Bible in my hand, just know
1: well but that's what these movies are for they're for indoctrination yeah yeah so you know
0: if if they're doing their job
1: you should definitely come home a christian
0: yeah but so far none have turned me and it looks like this piece of shit is
1: yeah but that's only because there is no
0: god yeah well yeah so so that's next week. Next week, we are going to be watching the Christian film, I Still Believe. We're going to be trying to survive this pandemic. We are going to be talking about a 2002 military exercise that happened right after 9-11 and was a spectacular failure. And uh, it's going to be a good show next week. But now that I'm looking back at this week, oh, the highs and the lows. Yes. Serenity. Terry Funk, Hamburger King, Midsommar. I gotta say, I think this has been a pretty a pretty good episode.
1: This has been a damn good episode.
0: Okay. I, not, I felt the same way, but I didn't want to step on your toes or anything. But not pulling but, any yes.
1: punches in this in in this time of pandemic and disease.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everything sucks. So yes. So, yeah, I, 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 I concur. I concur with your assessment, good sir.
1: So until next week, I am Bunny Williams.
0: And I am Reverend Steve. And on behalf of Natasha and Eleanor and everybody else in the house, I just want to say thanks for listening. And we will see you next week, you godless heathens. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. Do, 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 do.
1: Cut and crack.